He's kind of like the Joe Rogan of the hospitality industry right now. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Window. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Especially with a lot of information online not being relevant at the moment, as a hotel, having that, you know, your own content and uh, your own uh, platform to offer guests is something that is, you know, just a necessity for hotels at the moment. And I think, you know, it happened in so many industries, but just, uh, you know, just the step forward that it's taking in terms of the guest experience is so important. I mean, I think one of the advantages to be honest, is that um, there's also an operational need and there's also the need, um, you know, to become more efficient as a hotel and mm-hmm. increase revenue and profitability. And, uh, you know, having everything digitized is just allowing you to do that. Welcome to Slick Talk, the hospitality podcast where we discuss all things hospitality, hotels, and business. You can find us online at slicktalkthepodcast.com and on every podcast listening platform. Thank you to our newest partner, Cleaning Certification by VR Scheduler for supporting Slick Talk. Cleaning Certification makes it easy to learn new cleaning protocols with online self-paced Courses in English and Spanish. Increase guest trust and occupancy with cleaning certification. You can use my promo code SLICKTALK20 for 20% off. So look, I'm in the National Guard. I've been on orders, and I got called up for the COVID-19 response in Washington State. I've known some of these tips and practices on how to properly use the protective uh, equipment. One of my biggest things that we've had to teach and learn uh, for all of our new guys, I've never done this stuff, is something so simple like changing gloves the proper way and in this course you will get the right instructions on how to properly remove gloves and stop the spread of cross-contamination and these tips and tricks through this course are definitely needed in this time of COVID-19. I'm guaranteeing you when I went through the course that I learned a few new things that I was able to apply to our test sites here in Washington and it's really helped us a lot. One of the main reasons why I think you guys should get this course and the badge is because this course is super quick and affordable. It's only $20 per course, and if you use my promo code SLICKTALK20 for 20% off, it's like 16 bucks. So pretty dang good deal. And the badge has actually helped increase occupancy and reduce the customer service questions of what methods and protocols you follow in order to keep your property at the standard to help protect any guests against COVID-19 and the spread of other germs. So again, like I said, this is an amazing course. Check it out. You'll find the link in the description of the episode. Now back to the show. He's kind of like the Joe Rogan of the hospitality industry right now. Uh, this actually was scheduled to be recorded the day that um, pretty much the United States just shut down for COVID-19. So we had to reschedule and postpone. And now here we are three months later, and I have the pleasure to interview Sapphire, who is with the Wishbox team. And if 
any listeners don't know what Wishbox is, you're about to find out and you're going to be in for a good surprise. So Sapphire, thank you for joining me on the show. It's been a long time coming, but I'm glad that you're, uh, we're finally able to do this, you know? Thank you so much, Will. It's my pleasure. So let's uh, jump right into the, the meat of the episode and figure out who is Sapphire. Uh, what did you do prior to you know being on the Wishbox team and then what got you into Wishbox? So I come from the hospitality business uh, and uh, most of us at Wishbox do. I started, uh, I, I managed uh, marketing for a hostel chain and then I moved on to consult on uh, different marketing aspects for uh, boutique hotels um, as well. And I was looking for a solution for hotels to be able to um, collect details from guests and kind of improve the communication before they arrive because it seemed um, a bit disconnected. A lot of the reservations uh, for hotels came from different, uh, you know, OTAs and felt like uh, the hotel needs to get into, um, you know, providing the experience and kind of expanding that experience uh, online as well. And I was looking for a solution that would help um, a hotel I was consulting for do that. And I came across Wishbox. Um, I loved the solution and I contacted um, uh, David, who is uh, one of the founders and the CEO, and we got talking and uh, the rest is history. <laughs> well, that's pretty amazing. You found a solution and then found yourself <laughs> now working for the solution, which is awesome. Um, <laughs> let's explain what Wishbox is and then how did Wishbox become what it is today? Sure. So uh, Wishbox is a guest experience platform. Uh, what we do, we allow hotels, vacation rentals, and hospitality providers in general uh, to digitize their guest experience. So it means we offer different solutions throughout the guest journey, essentially to communicate better with guests from the moment the booking is confirmed until checkout. And what we do, we connect to the property management system, to the PMS. So um, it's Quick and easy, we uh, have the integrations to over, you know, 60 PMSs. We have all the room and reservation details, and that way we're able to uh, communicate with guests in the perfect time, uh, offer, you know, different solutions, um, contactless check-in, uh, a guest app, which is web-based, uh, offering different upsells to generate more revenue and optimize reviews um, towards the end of the stay. So it's a really... Um, really wholesome solution for the entire guest communication. And yeah, so that's what it basically is. It's just guest experience, guest basically based is all it is. Exactly. It's a hundred percent thought through the, the guest uh, facing, uh, the guest facing uh, design. Um, the key thing is we're white labeled. So everything would be with the hotel branding. Um, we know how important it is for hotels to communicate their branding um, and establish that relationship with their guests, which a lot of times is, is lacking. So it's one of the very important things. Um, we also uh, know how uh, a language can often be in barrier. So we auto translate everything to the guest native language, which is really helpful uh, for the communication. Um, and of course, the, the key is engagement, right? Getting the, the guests engaged with the, the hotel and the contents. So we're completely web-based. So guests don't need to register or, you know, download anything to, to get to the guest app or complete the online check-in. It's very easy uh, wow. for them. 
um, and uh, a, a bit about the background and uh, you know the founding moments. So um, we have three founders, which is uh, David Mizuman, Jeremy Atlan, and Shai Bal, and uh, they um, come from the hospitality industry as well. They managed a large vacation rental company, um, and we're also uh, you know, trying to uh, solve a lot of the issues with guest communication and upselling, um, you know, becoming more profitable. And, uh, and so they just founded Wishbox in order to, you know, solve a lot of the issues that they were facing with uh, firsthand. And I think that's one of the things that, um, you know, really make um, the, the which was very thorough because uh, we all personally came across, you know, these challenges. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. My, my experience in the hotel world um, with all the OTAs that guests can book through booking.com Expedia and all the other portals and channels via through those OTAs. Um, a lot of the times guests actually think they're booking with you, but they're not. And they're booking through an OTA. And then there's a lot of miscommunication, miscommunication that can happen because when they, I think when things are labeled differently or worded differently on other platforms, uh, such as OTAs, the guest definitely can misunderstand some information or maybe the information won't be accurate. And that was a big, big issue that we experienced in my, uh, in my time with hotels. But for, um, so you've explained you know, what it does and how it helps, but how does this, um, how does Wishbox help the hotel or vacation rental companies work less on the tasks that can be automated? So obviously, like you said, this is a communication platform. It's all guest-based and web-based. Um, but how does this kind of help free up time? Because I know we spend a lot of time as operators and, and professionals really doing the tedious tasks that can be done in an automated fashion. Yeah, and it also it's also very timely because at the moment there's so many places we're looking to just become more efficient. Um, you know, maybe the occupancy rate to begin with isn't uh, what it was, and just um, and just the need for that has increased tremendously. So um, I'm going to start with the fact that there's a lot of repetitive tasks involved in guest communication, and um, there's definitely the need in becoming more efficient. Um, so what Wishbox does, it allows the hotel to collect. Um, all the details you need, for example, for check-in before arrival, and it includes anything you can think of, whether it's collecting payment, document scans, offering the room upgrade, um, and then uh, you know if it's a security deposit, signing the terms and conditions, and everything, uh, like I said, goes directly to the PMS. So that's a lot of uh, you know bureaucracy, a lot of paperwork, a lot of um, you know cues in the check-in that no one yeah. likes um, that are, you know, completely gone because it's all automated and the hotel gets it even before the guest even, uh, you know, stepped foot at that hotel. So that's uh, right there, a lot of the repetitive tasks uh, that go. Um, for vacation rentals, it's, uh, you know, even increasingly so because um, I think vacation rentals are more used to having contact contactless, um, you know, communication with guests because they don't necessarily have a reception. And and uh, just that fact, um, you know, increases the importance of uh, digital communication because um, having all the information available for guests in advance on their phone is more important when they uh, when they don't have a reception desk um, to come to. So 
just having all the coordination process, when to check in, when to arrive, how to get there, all the details, um, the, the information is accessible before. Because um, the way it works is, um, you know, before check-in, uh, the, we're completely customizable, so um, there's a lot that can be determined by the hotel, of course. But a few days be before, um, the guests would get a message like, hey, just before you arrive, a few important details uh, to complete. And then um, they would, you know, complete all the details that the hotel um, needs to know. And of course, um, that will be sent automatically to the hotel. And after that, the guests will be redirected to the guest app where they have all the information they need. And so this whole process um, completely improves the communication. And, um, you know, it's unnecessary to uh, have a lot of the, the, the simple and repetitive tasks that, um, that uh, whether the reception or the team had to go through. Um, another very important part is that it reduces um, questions because guests have all the information accessible on their phone. Um, they don't approach the reception as much with questions. Um, you know, they see the recommendations, they see the content, they're able to book it, and it's just uh, so much more easier on, on the hotel team as well. I couldn't agree more. And so with the, um, so when you're saying fully um, automated, and I know this is a, I understand this, but I want to make sure to clarify for the, the listeners when it's integrated into the PMS. So it automatically knows your inventory. Let's say you're at a hotel with 80 rooms and it knows that you have a 30% occupancy. Um, this guest that is in a one queen room non-view wants to upgrade to a two king room river or ocean view. It will be able to automate and make sure that the inventory is properly there before upselling. Exactly. So it will, it's based on the live availability. So it only offer offers that are relevant. Um, and uh, yes, while, you know, checking in online, the guest will be able to, uh, you know, see upgrade, uh, upgrade offers and will be actually, you know, able to very easily change. And it's something that's also very valuable at the moment. Um, I feel like guests really appreciate having additional extra private space at the moment, whether it's a balcony or even, you know, a private, uh, uh, private, uh, you know, area for themselves. So it's something that is very valuable at the moment. But uh, I'll give you another example. Uh, it's one of my favorite features um, regarding automation is our smart early check-in. So uh, we, we give the option to offer guests an early check-in automatically based on live availability. So um, we know how difficult it is for hotels to offer an early check-in you know with the operations and maintenance it does require um you know a lot of uh, operation management so we have the option to offer an early check-in only if the room is already available the night before so mm. it's the same occupancy rate um and you're just generating more revenue from it because the room is already available it's so much easy to offer an early check-in to guests and um it will automatically offer it if if that's the case and and uh, also guests really appreciate it because a lot of times, you know, the check-in time just doesn't correlate with the rest of the trip itinerary. So, yeah, no, I love that. And I've, cause I, I experienced that so much and um, it's so hard to offer early check-in because sometimes even though you maybe only had five rooms that were clean the night before people get there, those five rooms get taken. Now people are still trying to get in early and you, all your rooms are dirty and 
it's so yeah there's a lot of communication internally with the team getting those rooms ready with housekeeping and making sure that you know everything's inspected properly to the proper standard before letting the guests walk in and finding like a missed item or a sock was there or whatever that you know like random things that weren't double checked off so i love that i think it's really smart and pretty innovative or what's the word innovative innovative i think is the word yeah there we go i'll edit that part <laughs> out obviously did not edit that part out because i want to be authentic and just checking to make sure you guys are paying attention so back to the show <laughs> uh, <laughs> but um with so prior to covid19 and post covid19 so the beginning of COVID-19 happening, everyone kind of having that panic mode to where we are now. What impact have you seen Wishbox play in the guest experience and the overall guest and staff safety? Um, so that's a, a really important question because um, to be honest, before COVID-19, I feel like the more advanced and modern hotels, uh, you know, the more forward thinking hotels um, were very interested in Wishbox because they realized, um, you know, the potential, the importance of uh, having the direct communication because overall the hotel, they offer more than just a bed. They want to offer an experience and Wishbox allows them to do that because you can um, really uh, make all the uh, experience accessible online, which is what guests are looking for. You can have, uh, you know, the guest app with uh, local recommendations. You can have all that. And that was, uh, you know, a really big bonus for the guest experience, for the hotel branding, um, and also obviously upselling um, is of major importance. Um, and I think post-COVID-19, um, this became the standard. Also, mm -hmm. the, the ability to, um, you know, have an online check-in and collect all the details in advance, which um, if before it was, uh, you know, a really good guest experience, now it's just mandatory because hotels wouldn't want to stand, I mean, they wouldn't want their guests to stand in line, crowded in a lobby. It's just not something that would be acceptable nowadays. So it, it, be, it just, um, you know, just elevated the experience to a new level. And, um, you know, the, the check-in in itself is just one example, but um, having uh you know the ability to to book everything and very easily communicate with guests um for example uh you know we integrate with uh with whatsapp and you can send us a message and just um you know the ability to broadcast to all in-house guests or just inform them uh, and very easily communicate with them allow them to book um to book you know just different uh, activities online and um, and you know have everything is something that is um, just a standard today um, especially with a lot of information online not being relevant at the moment um, as a hotel having that you know your own content um, and uh, your own uh, platform to offer guests is something that is um, you know just a necessity for hotels at the moment and I think um, you know it happened in so many industries but just uh, you know just the step forward um, that it's taking in terms of the guest experience is so important I mean I think one of the advantages um, 
to be honest, is that um, there's also an operational need and there's also the need, um, you know, to become more efficient as a hotel and mm-hmm. increase revenue and profitability. And, uh, you know, having everything digitized is just allowing you to do that. Because, for example, uh, one, of their, one of the advantages of our room upgrade feature is that guests engage with these offers as part of their online check-in process. So it's something that is very natural. It's something that's very timely. You're not just randomly throwing, you know, emails and offers at guests. You're you're doing it at, um, you know, at the right time when they're in the right state of mind, mm-hmm. um, which is very important. And um, and you know, when you have something that is automated, it allows you to do that in, in you know the perfect way. Yeah. Um, and I think that hotels are realizing it now. Um, no one wants to have, you know, pamphlets in the rooms. No one wants to touch that, um, you know, paper. You want to have, you have your phone. You want to have it accessible at your own phone. Even if you need to kind of schedule breakfast, you can do that through the app. You don't need to, uh, you know, go to reception. You want something, you can chat with a hotel instantly through the guest app. You don't need to, uh, you know, call or use the, the phone. Um, you're very dependent. Um, and also, you know, it's an advantage to the hotel, to be honest, because they have their own, um, you know, their very own, uh, their very own platform to communicate with guests. And it leaves a, a stronger impression and a stronger, you know, guest experience, really. So it's kind of a bundle of all these things that COVID-19 um, accelerated, I would say, uh, in that sense. I couldn't agree more. And I love that you just said, uh, said that because um, I'm a firm believer that in hospitality, we are people like we want to connect with people no matter what. Um, so that's why I love hotels and like vacation rentals because be because we have the opportunity to be independent, you know, contactless, smart, and innovative, and all the other things. But we also have the opportunity to really provide an awesome experience in person, over the phone. Like there's so many ways to do it. Um, and with that, I just know hotels. For the most part, there's a lot, there's like a new age of hoteliers being born, I think, through through the last few years leading up to where we are today because so many hotels in the past um, are not, they just never adapted or they never adapted fast enough. Now they're way, 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 way behind and it's going to take a lot of growing pains in order to get to where the industry, you know, that new standard of automation and contactless and just kind of creating that in state of mind moment to get upsell because with, with my personal experience, we had a staff members, um, you know, we made games and, you know, goals and all these things to get upsells and upgrades and all these other things, but it was never the right time. You could always tell it felt pushed. It felt sometimes not the right moment. Guests are traveling for who knows how long to get there. They're checking in and now you're trying to get more money out of them in a sense that they probably kind of feel that a little bit. They're a little frustrated, tired, traveled with the angry kids in the back of the car or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, you have that, that perfect moment, like you said, as they're checking in, that kind of gives that opportunity to say, Hey, this is a great room, but this is going to be better. Um, And then, so I was going to lead into the next question with this though. Um, with that being said, it also probably cuts down into labor costs, if I'm not you know, mistaken, because now you don't have to have a full-time staff. And I, like I said, I love the human-to-human connection. I always think we're going to need that in this industry. If we lose that, we're no longer hospitality. But um, 
with that being said, like you're having less staff work. So that's cutting back into labor costs, which you're also increasing now your revenue because you're not spending as much. Yeah, it's true. And um, it's definitely uh, a big time saver and a big time saver for the team. Yeah. Of course, like you said, there's so much value in having, you know, a personal welcome and a warm welcome uh, when you come into hotel, if that's, uh, you know, your, your style and, and what your guests are looking for, then of course it's important. Um, but also uh, keeping in mind that, uh, you know, guests uh, are, it, want to have the information available for them yeah. in advance. And while they're maybe happy to ask a question or two, um, it's still a matter of service because today um, when you come in, you still stand in line. It's very um, old fashioned in a sense. You need to, you know, sign a form or scan uh, something and it just seems um, irrelevant. So having, uh, you know, um, that efficiency is something that uh, is just, uh, it really upgrades the experience. Of course, it's a lot safer at the moment. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, you can always still have, you know, someone welcome, personally welcome guests uh, upon arrival, but just make it in a, in a much more pleasant way and allow, you know, to avoid unnecessary weight, crowd or physical contact. Um, you know, that's just a hundred percent part of the deal for sure. Yeah. Well, and so this is a, I think a good topic for for you especially because I'm a firm believer in branding and the power of a solid brand having an impact on company revenue, profitability, um, and you with your marketing background, obviously when you consult for hotels and other things like that, uh, brand is a powerful key to what we do. And so with Wishbox um, being you know white labeled, does Wishbox push the guests towards booking direct? So. Um, being white labeled allows the, the hotel to show off their brand, but um, for like, let's say after the guest checks out or even uh, in the middle of their stay, is that uh, this, uh, this platform opening up to the direct option? Um, I, definitely, it does so in so many ways. Um, to start with, the situation at the moment is that guests go online. Let's say they have want to go to a destination. Um, you know, they go to a different OTA. Um, they look up different hotels. They book a hotel. They stay there. And no matter how amazing their experience is, chances are next time they want to go to, they need to go to the same destination. They'll go to the same OTA and look up. Um, a hotel. Um, so uh, that's something that is kind of, um, you know, a disadvantage to hotels. And by leaving a better mark and having a stronger communication with guests, um, you're able to increase, um, you know, direct bookings and have, you know, this strong brand where guests actually look for your uh, brand when, when, you know, going to a specific destination. So that's, that's one of the things that's key. And, um, and, and the key is, to start with that communication, because if you're not communicating with their guests, um, you know, even before they arrive, then you're not doing anything to increase direct bookings, really. Um, of course, you can, uh, you know, increase marketing and, and do a lot of, you know, competitive online, um, you know, online activity, but, but the core is to, to make sure that the guests that are already staying with you, they remember your name and know your brand. So um, they're also able to recommend you forward. Um, and so Wishbox really allows you to do that because starting up front, 
the very basic, every guest, even a guest that booked uh, with from an OTA, would get a direct contact from you uh, with your hotel branding and your hotel logo welcoming you, you know, in your own language, um, and uh, you know, with hotel um, imagery, and that's just you know the very basic of it. Um, the the first thing we collect in the online check-in is the direct contact details. You can ask us if they want to opt in marketing as part of the online check-in and kind of uh, create a stronger base for your um, for your customers. So that's uh, you know just the very beginning of it, um, and just having I think an important part to also remember is that uh, as travelers, I'm sure you can uh, relate as a traveler yourself, um, you, you really want to have that uh, local personal experience. Uh, you want to feel like uh, the recommendations are honest. And that's something that the hotel has the power to do because the guests booked with a specific hotel for a certain reason. So the hotel is probably the best qualified to recommend, uh, you know, relevant uh, uh, activities and kind of control the guest experience um, because the guest um, booked the hotel for a reason. So even having, you know, the ability to recommend things to guests, um, for example, in Wishbox, you can connect uh, third-party suppliers. So you can offer not only services you can offer in your hotel, you can offer a you know, destination services or, uh, you know, familiarize your neighborhood and really um, make an, an experience out of it. Um, so that's just another way that, uh, you know, the communication and, uh, and connection to, to the guests is increased. So it's not only having the ability to connect with them, it's not only having their contact details and being able to opt them into your marketing, um, but it's also the ability to actually present them with your world um, and, uh, you know, everything that's around that. So that's um, just a whole package um, of communication that at the moment hotels aren't really using. I love that you just said that because this is like my biggest topic that I just <laughs> love going in on out because I believe in the term, you know, destination air is a word that I've created and the, 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 the definition is really people that are wired to create remarkable experiences that are anticipated and shared. And by doing that, you involve everything. So um, back in the day, you know, we have travel agents and we still do have travel agents today, but the travel agents really have the connections. They know the community. They know the destination well enough to give you the top notch experience that you want. Um, and I feel like that's what we need to do as an industry with our properties. Um, with my hotel staff, I would hire a front desk agent if they weren't from town or weren't from the area. I would be like, here's a list of all, all of my favorite places and then some of the staff's favorite places. Go check them out on your own time. Get to know, you know, so-and-so, the owner or the manager or whatever. And, you know, just familiarize what you like and what you recommend because guests always are going to be looking for that. Excuse me. Um, they're always going to be looking for that personal touch of, this is my favorite place to get coffee. Me and my son or daughter go down here on every Sunday and we have ice cream or we do this. And it's a cool way to not only build that human to human connection, but then that adds on top to their experience because they are there for a specific reason. Like you said, um, you are the destination. So being a destination, you get to create this remarkable, just overall, I, I don't know, there's, probably a better word, but experience is, is the only word I can really think of. Um, so I love that you just said that. I think that's a huge key factor for, um, especially 
in today's world where a lot of things are shut down. This is where we get to be creative. Um, and I would love to, if you have stories on hotels or uh, vacation rentals that are doing this, please do share. But um, with everything being closed down all the time, I think, you know, getting creative and finding out what specifically is open, like creating a unique trip, I guess, out of it and finding a way to still offer some value to your guests. Because like I said, prior to our interview, um, things are opening and closing off and on. And it, we're always having to adjust every you know, five minutes, it feels like. So being able to be on top of that and, and then offer, like I said, value to your guest trip is, is pretty important, especially right now. Yeah. And I mean, like I said earlier, it's seen in so many industries, but COVID-19 really accelerated development and change. And uh, I think in in this case, you know, it's one of the instances where, um, you know, a lot of tech is needed in order to to improve that communication. Um, And and like you said, also, things change. So the ability to kind of customize your experience and connect to a different, uh, you know, in destination activities also allows hotel to become a lot more dynamic, uh, adjust. Um, if, if one minute they need to adjust to, a, you know, a different market, maybe a local market at the moment, or, uh, you know, very soon need to um, adjust uh, to different uh, circumstances, then it gives the hotel just the flexibility of offering, uh, you know, different things, which is um, so important. And I mean, creating new revenue streams is also very uh, significant at the moment. There's a lot of solutions that are necessary um, and I mean, beyond keeping guests safe and, uh, and allowing that, you know, distancing that is needed, um, it's just, you know, utilizing a tool that allows you to, uh, to become more profitable as a business. So I think, you know, it's, it's a very uh, strong advantage um, that hotels are starting to realize and take advantage of. Um, and it, it's, I think it's, mostly because customers really expect, uh, expect more. I think, um, they, they, I mean, we've all experienced, uh, how convenient things can be, uh, when they're accessible online. Um, you know, there's no need to, to wait and have things done, you know, in, in old fashioned ways and, uh, and just efficiency and safety at the moment is key, but they're leading to so much more other positive things in the industry. Um, which, which ultimately is a great thing. Yeah. Awesome. I love it. Well, uh, I think that kind of helps conclude our episode. I would love to see, do you have any final thoughts or shout outs or even, uh, maybe a little shameless plug that audience members can really, you know, get to dive in more with Wishbox and everything that you guys do? Um, so, I mean, at the moment, we even created, um, you know, a, um, a, a guide for, uh, for, you know, hoteliers or uh, hospitality providers, um, you know, with all the tools that are most necessary at the moment um, and how they can utilize them. So the guide is on our website. Um, and uh, they're more than welcome to, um, you know, download it for free and uh, kind of uh, go through all the options they have. Um, we make sure to keep things customizable because we know, um, you know, every property, every hotel works differently. They may want to, you know, send things differently or communicate with guests in different times. Um, some hotels work with um 
you know, key providers to offer contactless, uh, you know, door opens. Some don't do that. And, you know, every hotel have, you know, their own uh, standards and uh, way they operate. So uh, I think the guide is just including, you know, all the capabilities, but it's just a great way to, um, you know, see what can be done and, uh, you know, get inspired really. Yeah, no, maybe spark an idea that could change your whole operation. So that's awesome. (laughs) Well, um, perfect. I will include everything in the show notes as well for all the podcast listeners. So everybody, if you are listening right now, make sure you check out wishbox.co and also there'll be more links in the description below. Thank you Sapphire for being on the show. And I really, really appreciate you guys and all that you're doing, especially in these times of COVID-19. Thank you for having me. Of course. We'll talk soon. Thank you so much for listening. We love your support and want to provide the best we can to all our listeners. So please find us online, social media, and on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and Google Podcast. All right, Slick Talkers, you've heard the word and term destination air multiple times throughout the show and on any social media platforms, plus a couple articles I've shared. This is your time to nominate yourself or somebody you know that is worthy of the Destination Air Award. I've created this award to showcase the best of the best in the industry that maybe never get the spotlight they deserve. You can follow the link in the description below of this episode and make sure to vote and share your favorite Destination Airs around the world. Thank you for tuning in to Slick Talk. What's up, everybody? If you've gotten this far into the episode of Slick Talk, the hospitality podcast, then you are amazing. And thank you so much for tuning in. We want to send you two places really quickly. If you can, check out the show notes and click the hospitality.fm link. Check out all of our other shows on the podcast network. And don't forget, if you have someone that you want to hear on the podcast, then fill out the guest fill out form so that way we can get them on the show. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I hope you enjoy another episode of Slick Talk, the hospitality podcast.